Yeah, you wanted to know some numbers. I I cleared um, in 2017. My gross sales cleared twelve thousand. Wow, that's a that's a good side hustle, man. For you know three or four hours on Saturday, that's not bad at all. For sure, for sure. Yeah, no, just a, a, on a side thing, three or four hours on on a Saturday, and then I'll you know pack and ship as I sell it. I cleared twelve k, man. You're listening to the Superhuman Minimalist Podcast. Here we investigate amazing humans from around the world to show how you can have superhuman impact with a minimal lifestyle. Go to superhumin.com for show notes and links. Again, that's www.superhumin.com after the show to upgrade your most important assets, you. The next episode of the Superhuman Minimalist Podcast starts in three, two, one. I grew up and went through school and then I, I joined the Marine Corps and then I went in open contract. So they kind of like decided what I was going to do for me. That's how that works. They gave me a test and they're like, oh, you're good at technical shit. So you're going to be an IT guy. So I was like, okay, fucking cool. So, so they sent me to the schoolhouse. Now I'm an IT guy and I've been doing IT ever since. Um, but fresh out the military, you have to kind of take like the first job you get. And I wasn't making that much money. So I decided to go look for a side gig. I found eBay and I just fell in love with it, dude. Like, like I was all over it. I fell in love with eBay and basically I just go to yard sales and, uh, thrift stores and I'll look for items that sell really well online you know what i mean for a profit so so, so hang on so so back up so how did you because i mean everybody's heard of the concept you know you you buy yeah. buy low sell high so yeah. what made you gravitate towards the yard sale ebay concept did you see a training online did yeah, you see something or easy the profits are there that's where all the fucking profits are yeah like it's it's i mean it's it's okay so the rate of return is ridiculous so i could go to a i could go to a yard sale for example right um here's a good example um i found an old ass radio at a yard sale right he wanted he wanted like five bucks for it and i ran the comps on it while i was at the yard sale and i found out it was like a vintage radio like it was going for like a hundred plus online on ebay all day and I was like here's five dollars and then I went home with it and I took a fucking picture of it and then I sold it for a hundred plus dollars it was it was like that and then now I had now I had means to feed my family you know what I mean and that's a good point I want to mention that so kind of walk us through it's not just you you know you've you've got a lot of people relying on you right now oh fuck yeah dude yeah no I got man I got three kids and they're all young kids too, you know what I mean? I got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. And I got a girlfriend who stays at home and watches them for me. Yeah. While I go and, and hustle and grind and take care of them. It's one income. It's a five five member family. That's and, insane. And I have a hard time feeding myself sometimes. <laughs> it's fucking it's it's a challenge, man. It's a fucking challenge, but you know, sometimes you just gotta step the fuck up.
Yeah, no, I remember a moment. I remember a moment because uh, just for those of you out there in viewer land who don't know, me and James used to work out at the same gym together. And yeah. I remember a, a moment that we were on the treadmill. It was me, James, and my brother. And you sold something for like 150 bucks. And I, I was super jealous because you were extremely excited about it. You were on your phone. You got the notification. That was like 150 bucks. That was the moment that I fell in love with eBay. Yeah. Oh, that's that awesome. I was there for that. You were there for that. No, that, what that was, I remember exactly what that was. That was a typewriter. Yeah, I had found it. Yeah, that's right. Before. I had found it the day before at a, a flea market right yep. and i bought it for like i don't know 10 15 bucks and i sold it for 130 dollars on ebay like the next day and i was pumped. i was so pumped yeah and so this this is a kind of a crazy concept for people because i mean minimum wage right now uh we're, we're both in california minimum yeah. wage is i think what 12 bucks 13 bucks yeah it's, it's like 12 bucks an hour yeah, so 12 bucks an hour. So you, for what was effectively less than probably, what, 30, 40 minutes is probably the total amount of time you spent on that one particular item. You made 100 plus bucks. Less than, dude. Like, I literally, I gave the dude money. I fucking went home with it. And then I took uh, six pictures and made a listing. So it took me, yeah. like, maybe all in all actual working hours plus packing and shipping because you have to, you don't forget, like, you have to pack that shit up and still ship it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Around 30, 40 minutes would be, yeah. would be about right for that. So, and just before we get into the kind of the nitty gritty, because I know people want to know that, what's your educational background? Just so, you know, people know you're not a, a rocket scientist Harvard oh, guy no. over here. Dude, I'm a knuckle dragger, <laughs> dude. I'm a straight, like, I'm an idiot. And I know it. I know some technical things because – you know, I fucking learned it in the schoolhouse in the military and they kind of beat it into my brain. But no, I'm not smart at all. I have a uh, high school education. Yeah. So that's very important. So for you people listening right now, James is doing this. He didn't learn this in school. You know, he came up with the concept himself. And all, well, I, I should preface that, you know, there's other people out there doing it, but you know, a lot of people fail pretty hard. So that leads me to my next point. So what, well, before I go to that, what's the, the holidays are the best always. No, it's a good point. I wouldn't have thought so they, of that. They break it into, th they break it into four quarters. You got first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and fourth quarter, fourth quarters, um, October through December. And that's, that's like everybody's moneymaker. Yeah. But honestly, like if you consistently list and consistently throw items up on your store it doesn't matter like what time of year it is if you keep consistently throwing quality items on your store then you're gonna sell it doesn't matter so walk us walk us through the process here so obviously when you when you go to a yard sale or a thrift store or something like that. There's obviously a lot of shit there. So how do you find the diamond in the rough while you're actually on site? You mentioned you check the metrics online or something like that through eBay. Kind of how does that work? Because it's easy research. All I did was go on YouTube and I I started looking at people like who did this for a living. Okay. You know what I mean? Like they know what the fuck they're doing and they actually tell you how to do it on YouTube. Like that's all I did. I googled yeah. this shit. I YouTubed it. <laughs> there we and go. That's what I did the study and. Um, I would literally just have that shit playing in the background of my ear every time I was driving to work 
or every time I was coming home from work or anytime I had to go to the fucking grocery store or anytime I had downtime at work, you know what I mean? Like I would just watch the shit on my spare time whenever I could. And I would just try to learn what to look for, what to keep an eye out for. I would buy lists from these people cause they sell them like they're hustlers too. Like they'll, they'll make a product that is of value and then put it on the market. So when, when you say list, are they, so you can, you so can buy list. lists of items that are for sure. For sure. So like, for example, I follow this guy named, um, uh, Steve Rakin. His name is Steven Rakin yeah. and he's got a YouTube channel called Rakin profit. And I follow him and he's got his own, like, he's got his own like repertoire of like guides and lists on how to sell clothes and how to sell this and what to look for, what brands, so on and so on, just already compiled and ready to go. And then another guy, my favorite guy, um, if you guys need somebody to start following, this is a good place to start. This is where I started. Um, His name is Bonafide Hustler. Uh, That's his YouTube handle. Could you say that one more time? Bonafide hustler. Bonafide hustler. Got it. Dude, he's a beast, man. And he's hella into fitness too, like us. And yeah. dude, that's all he does. He quit his job to do this for full time. Really? Like, goes to wow. yard sales on the weekends. He hits thrift stores and he just he does it, man. And he'll so, tell you what to look out for. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically what I take from that is people definitely need because I mean, there's a lot of people who are listening to this show right now in their cars, you know, in podcast format. Some people will see the video, obviously, but there's a lot of that. So these, these exact tips. So what you're saying is go out there. There's people who have lists available of items to buy. Just get those lists and then use those lists when you kind of go into the yard sales. Do you ever use your phone or an app? I use my phone all the time. So like if I'm at a yard sale and I don't know what something's worth or if I should make a, or if I should pop on it, like I'll look it up on yep. eBay. But what you have to hear, I'll show you. So, Okay. I don't know if you can kind of see this. Uh, yeah, we can see it a little bit. Okay, so look, you can download the eBay app on your phone, right? And then you just open this thing up, and whatever you need to look up, you just type it in on the search bar, and it'll pop up with listings. As you can see, this is a listing of a camera, specifically a Canon Rebel XTI camera, which I bought for $10, by the way, and literally sold to somebody at my work the next day for 60 but that's for an example but what you have to do and here's the key is you go to the there's like a little filter i don't know if you can fucking see this shit you can't look there's a little filter section on the side you you could you have to filter it for the sold items and ebay ebay will tell you if your item has sold recently and for how much because i don't care what listings are that are out there they haven't sold yet you want to look at what has sold and what that, those successes are, and then, then you can make your decision on whether or not to buy it. That's a really good point, actually. So you want to see what the sold items were. Because, I mean, I, I didn't even know that was a way to look that up. Because, I mean, for me, I'm just a buyer on eBay. I go on there, and I just look for shit that's for sale. But you're actually saying look, look for the sold items. That's really cool. Okay, so walk us, walk us through your day then so is most of the time when you go to these yard sales on saturday and sunday or do you ever use the weekdays or i spend four hours on saturday that's it like that's my only source of time four hours on saturday that's it that's impressive hours on saturday and that's early though like you have to wake up early before all the early birds and get out there start yard selling but that's that's the only sourcing i do because i've learned 
because I mean, man, dude, it's been over a year. I've been doing this for oh, over a year. Well, I've been, I feel like I've been doing it for a long time, but I found out that um, if you, if you oversource and like develop a death pile, it will fucking, it will ruin your business. Like it will just so much stress. You'll never get through it. You just overbuy, buy, buy, and you have to like rein it in. And so I find that four hours on Saturday is plenty of time for me. I have a full-time job. You know what I mean? I can't really be fucking around with this during the week. That's interesting. So don't oversource. And then you also mentioned the death pile. So I'm assuming. So yeah. Like you kind of have to figure out your little, your little, I guess you'd say what's comfortable for you to handle. Cause like if you, it takes time when you buy something, you have to follow through with it. So I may buy something that would be profitable, but it's only profitable if I fucking sell it. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And if I never get around to listing it, then I'm never going to fucking sell it. Yep. It just sits yep. in a pile. So you have to maintain listing all your stuff. Cause over time, if you don't list it, it'll just sit there and you'll forget about it and it'll grow. And you, you have, now you have death pile and it's just like, yep. fuck, I don't even want to deal with that. I yeah. just want to throw it away. Now that's wasted profits. So what, how how soon do you normally sell an item after you buy it? It sounds like you're flipping, you know, within so, 24 yeah. hours. And people, people change this a lot. Like there's a lot of long tail items out there that you can buy and that'll sell a year from now, but it wow. will sell eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. I personally don't like to fuck with those anymore because I don't like sitting on inventory. I like my shit to go fast. I'd say two weeks to a month at most before I, I start lowering the price and trying to get rid of it. So do you, cause eBay has different methods to sell. So do you use the auction method? Do you do the buy now method? What, which one works best? I do. I do both. Um, in the beginning I only did auction because like I thought that's all eBay ever was. Yeah. <laughs> I <had no> <laughs> idea. <laughs> and then I found the buy it now and then I like learned how to price my stuff. Right. And I do the buy it now mostly but auctions help because they attract views to your shit. So the more traffic that you get on eBay, the more likely you're going to sell stuff. We got the auctions bring the views. So how do you pick the price of your item? So you're obviously doing, so you, when you're actually on site, when you're buying it, you do the quick scan and say, okay, this looks like it's selling. So later on, after you get back to your place, you take the pictures. How do you go through figuring out the, the right price to sell the item as quickly as possible? Sure. So you look at comps, you, you look at the item on eBay and the sold listings and you see what they're selling for. And then normally if you want to flip it fast, you just throw it, do you throw it up on eBay a couple dollars cheaper than what it's going for and you're good. So do you act, kind of average out a couple of different listings or you just look at the most like three to five yeah. most recently sold? And I mean, I average out a couple of different listings, but I, I try to stay away from looking at, um, <clears throat> so like you have two different types of solds you have sold from a buy it now listing or sold from an auction listing. And I try to, I try to stay away from the auction listings cause they're a little deceiving. So you have the auction. So you get the, so you get the item, you bring it home. Do you have a photo tent or how do you take your photos and stuff like that? Dude, I used to, <laughs> I used to have a whole setup in my backyard with 
lights and camera and action. I, I, I found that I didn't really need all that bullshit, dude. I, uh, like, I just use my phone, my regular phone, because yeah. it has an amazing camera. Like, the phones these days, dude, if you get a decent phone, your phone's going to have an amazing camera. And then, like, dude, I know a lot of people who just take pictures of shit on their bed. Like, and nice. Yeah. But um, what I do is I try, to, I try to make it nice. You know what I mean? I try to make sure the lighting is good, and I try to make sure that the background is – you want all white on your background. Um, if not all black, some people change it up because like they feel like it attracts more attention, but I just stick with all white backgrounds and then make sure it's, you know, well lit. And then I take pictures of it. Have you ever done a split testing between using like a professional background and using like your bed? It does make a difference. I will say that like, if you're going to fucking, if you're going to like really, really, really like make this your full-time gig, go ahead and get go ahead and invest in your business man like go get the lighting structures go like and youtube it because like they'll tell you how to fucking set it up it's super simple you just need lights you need the background you need the man you need the proper equipment to stage your items so if you're selling clothes you also need the mannequins to set your clothes on the mannequins you know what i mean like there's some stuff that you need to never never would have thought of that so that's if you're gonna make that your full-time thing otherwise Dude, just throw it on your bed and take a fuck picture of it and let's do yeah. it. For somebody who's getting started on, you know, like a shoestring budget or something like that, they're, they've got oh, their sure. nine to five and they want to make this That's work. Yeah. 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 So you have experience with this. So what would you suggest doing? Like, what are, what are the items that you have absolutely need in order of priority? So obviously you need something you can take pictures with, but then. Just- so I, here's what I suggest. And this is what I did. And this is what everybody who starts this kind of fucking thing does. Go around your house, find the shit that you don't need, that you don't want, that you don't use, whatever. I don't give a fuck if it only sells $5 on eBay. List that shit up because it's going to teach you what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So basically you're saying, so just get started. So for the people out there who, who want to get started yeah. with this, and also the, the website, we're called Superhuman, but it stands for Superhuman Minimalist. So the whole point of minimalism is to get your shit down. So here's a great way to start practicing that minimalism. That you're yeah, get rid of your shit. You're going to turn it into some money and buy some new shit. So uh, that's the, the first start. And so then where do you suggest people go next? So after they go through their, their shit in their house, do you suggest a thrift store? Do you oh. A yard sale where's like the- I suggest i would suggest yard sales all the way because like man yard sales are where it's at i fucking love yard sales yeah i um, can tell <laughs> they're so cheap they're so cheap and people don't know what the fuck they have <laughs> like yeah. i i'm like i'm i honestly feel sometimes like i'm stealing from people yeah. <laughs> i swear to god like i like i'm like you just like it's just a buck free like that's okay just a dollar okay that all right no i'm we're good and then i'll literally go home and sell that item for like you know 50 60 bucks so he brings to a good point so let's touch on the negotiating aspect of it yes so you're talking about yard sales so is there a particular way you dress how you enter at a particular time of the day to get good deals okay first off here's the first lesson listen clearly make them say what they want for the price first don't offer a price to them period ever make them 
say what they want for it. So you'll say, hey, what do you want for this? And a lot of times, a lot of times I have found my offer price in my head is more than what they even want for the fucking item in the first place. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah, keep your mouth shut so you save some money. So keep your mouth shut and save some fucking money. They'll do it for you. Um, and then once they give you that price, half it and offer that to them. So if they say, I want $100 for that pair of socks, you say, well, obviously not for a pair of socks. Yeah, I was going to say, those are some rich ass socks. I, I want $100 for that pair of Supreme Yeezys. And I'll say, I'll give you 25. Obviously, that's not half. But that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, if you're not offending them, when you offer your counter offer, like, you're doing it wrong. I'm wondering if there's like a psychology to, you know, if, oh, I can't, sir, I don't have the, the cash to break that or, you know. It, I used to play that game. I used to get out with only $5 in my pocket and it works sometimes, but, yeah. eh. But anymore so like my business now that the way i run it i don't really go for small end items anymore i try to go for stuff that's going to make me a minimum of 50 dollars. so yeah. if i buy something it's normally going to cost me a little bit more because i'm paying up for it because i don't like yeah. to pay for it's just it takes too much time to do the small flips for me yeah. a, another good rule of thumb for yard selling is there's what's called your like your main sourcing hours. So for me, um, like this is some inside shit. Like I'm gonna have some more competition if I keep fucking telling you all this. We won't. We won't show this to anybody local. We'll make sure <laughs> U.S. or something. <laughs> so, so you're gonna have what's called like I guess your power hours or whatever the fuck you wanna call it. Yeah. But it's just the period of time during the day, during the morning or whatever when you have, like when it's maximum profits. When all the yard sales haven't been touched yet, they're virgin yard sales and you're going and you're hitting them and they have all the good shit still left there. You know what I mean? No. That, so for like me, what, what time of the day is that roughly? I'm going to give it to you. This is the inside stuff. This is the inside I'm excited. stuff. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> so for me, it's, for me, it's 7 to 8.30. 7 to 8.30. Okay. And is that on like Friday, After, Saturday or? It's only on Saturday. Well, we talked about the successes. So let's talk about some of the failures because, you know, that's, that's really with somebody like you has experiences like this. What were a lot of the hiccups and failures that you ran into when you initially started? Yeah, man. I remember uh, one of my looking back, hindsight is 2020. So I remember when I first started, dude, I would just buy. I would buy everything, bro. Like I would fucking, if it, would, if it made me 10 bucks, I'd buy it, bro. One of your one of your earlier mistakes was you did not niche down. So you bought a ton of shit and you did not niche down. So it sounds like that's did that make you more profitable when you went into certain niches or verticals? Yeah, I mean, it did definitely. But I feel like what made me more profitable was just the time saving and focusing on larger profit items. Larger profit items, got it. Because think about it, dude. Like I can make more money. I can. I can. Time is valuable. Time is everything. If you don't value your fucking time, you're, you're done skis, man. So I was just wasting my time and spinning my wheels on shit that's only going to make me 10 bucks in the long run. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, I mean, it, it makes total sense. And everybody listening to this, I mean, again, it's we're the super superhuman minimalists. So for those of you who are new to the show, you can check out some of the other uh, earlier podcasts where we're talking about time management. We've got a bunch of people on there talking about that. But I mean, James obviously has it figured out here. And you also, I mean, you're, well, you're not a totally modest guy. I know you would hug out with you a little bit, but you're being modest about your skill set here. So at the end of this episode, I will definitely be dropping a link. We're going to have a link on uh, superhumanwithanai.com. And James is going to have his contact information on there. You can reach out to James. And if you throw him some money, he might be able to give you some advice. I'm sure. So what happens if you are stuck with an item you've listed and it doesn't sell? Like what's your strategy to, to dump that? You I just, fucking throw it in the garbage, bro. I just get rid Okay. I'm like, so like, yeah, I just don't have any attachment. I just fucking, yeah. whatever. I was wondering if you like drop the price a bunch and then chuck it or kind of what's your process. Look, just think about it. Look, if I drop the price too much, I mean, you got eBay fees, right? Taking 10% off the top. You got PayPal fees. That's another 3%. You got shipping fees. It's going to cost money to ship it. I'm dropping my price, right? If it goes down too far and you have, you'll find this. And if I'm not making that price range that I want, I don't even want to fucking waste my time because I still got to pack it up and ship it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I still got to fucking deal with customer service, risk a return you know, risk of bad feedback if they don't, you know what I mean? Like I just would prefer, well, I don't really get much bad feedback, but you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's, if it's not worth your time, it's not worth your time. Get the fuck rid of it and move on. Well, no, that's a principle we teach around here is, you yeah. know, as, as a, as a minimalist, if there's anything that's dragging you down, whether it's personally, financially, et cetera, it's usually better just to dump it, which, but that leads me to an interesting point. So for reviews, so somebody just created a brand new eBay, you know, channel or account or whatever you guys call it. How do you get those initial reviews? Do you ask for them? Do you beg for them? Do you, you can email them and say, Hey, please review, leave me a review. Or what I recommend is writing a little note on their, uh, on their like um, invoice and put it in the bag with the shit and just be like, Hey, you know, thank you. Blah, 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 blah. Please leave me a review. Yeah. And normally that'll help. Do you write that by hand or kind of, how do you deal with that? Oh yeah. Write it by hand every time yeah. it, when you're first starting for sure. When you're like, when you're like up into the higher echelon, like you'll, you'll learn, like they'll make cards and stuff. Like, you're saying for the initial one, you're going to do some under undercutting for price and you are going to, uh, definitely dropping the handwritten notes to get those reviews yeah. building up. When do you think is like the crossover point? So where did you start seeing like people were really trusting you? Was it like 10 reviews, 20 reviews, 50 reviews? At what point do you kind of? 25. 25 has started moving a little faster. And then, I mean, dude, 100, once you get to 100, you don't really have to worry about it anymore. You have enough reviews at 100 to be pretty, you know, com competitive, yeah. I guess you could say. And After, so, do you ever sell stuff out of the u.s because i know you can control your shipping options on there. oh yeah dude it's just as easy as selling it in the u.s all you have to do is push a button on ebay that says sell international they'll take care of the rest it's called the global shipping program hmm. just do your shit through the to the global shipping program on ebay and you ship it to their little like factory or wherever their hub is and then they ship it out from there they take care of it after it's hit, after it hits them they insure it they if anything goes wrong with the shipment they'll um 
they'll refund you the money. Like they'll still cover the item. Like if the end user doesn't end up getting it. So, so what happens with a return? Have you ever had anybody return stuff? Oh yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Ugh, the worst. I mean, that's, it's just part of the game. Yeah. Um, with returns, it's like, sometimes it's unavoidable. You know what I mean? Like, let me put it to you this way. If you want to start an eBay business, right? You're going to have returns. That's a fact of life. Yeah. What, what percentage roughly? I mean, you, you've obviously really got your shit. Everybody's, so different. Everybody's different, but mine is 5%. Um, okay. Actually right now it's a little lower, but it's around five to 7% mostly when I'm really cranking them out. It's around five to 7%. It's just, it's part of the game, man. Some people just don't end up so, wanting shit. So what's, what's the process for that? So it comes back the you know, the money on is automatically withdrawn, goes back to them. And then do you usually resell it at that point or kind of? So the money actually isn't automatically withdrawn, but it is once you approve the return. Mm. So what happens is the customer can, um, they have the ability on their end of their eBay, eBay account to, rec- to request a return on mm. their item. And then I get that return request and then I either approve it where I, I get all mad and I don't approve it. And then I eventually have to approve it anyways, because eBay is going to make me anyways. Yeah. So yeah, you just approve it. You push the button, it automatically refunds them out of your account because I mean, they paid you for it. So they get their money back. And then um, as far as the shipping goes, it gives them a label to either a ship it back to you which you either cover or they cover, depending on the settings that you set in eBay, or B, or option B, is you just tell them to keep it, which I've done before. Like, look, I don't even want to pay for shipping. Like, I don't want to lose any more money on this item. So it's not worth it to me to get it back. Just keep it. That, that actually brings us to, you know, the financial side of it. So if somebody's going into this, they probably shouldn't use their personal account, right? So do you just, is your PayPal kind of separated? Do you keep your phone separated? Do you have a business address, business phone number? Like how do you, how do you set all that up? So your eBay account is going to be linked to whatever PayPal you link it to. So if you want to, which is a good idea, great idea. Keep it separate. Um, Make a separate PayPal account and then link your eBay to that specific PayPal account. Now, don't forget, like that's a brand new eBay account and a brand new PayPal account. PayPal is doesn't know you're a real person yet, really. So if somebody trans like this, is what happened? Remember that um, typewriter I sold? Yeah. And I was well, this is what happened to that thing. I sold that. I did get paid. I got the one thirty, and uh, I couldn't use that money for two weeks. PayPal wow. had it on hold because. PayPal's like, they do weird shit like that, especially when you're new. You can sell as much as you want. Just recognize that your funds aren't instantly going to be available sometimes. Like they are for me now, but when I first started, they weren't. Yeah. And then Um, you have like a PayPal debit card then and all that jazz, or do you kind of transfer out to a bank account? Yeah. I do have a PayPal debit card that I pull money from. Yeah. And that's what I really do is I'll, uh, um, I'll let my money build up over the week on PayPal and then I'll pull out whatever I want on Friday 
Friday night for yard selling the next day on yeah. Saturday. You know, we got some young hustlers out there who are just getting started and some of them are on the younger side too. So I think basically from hearing all this, we should definitely caution you if you're just getting started in this, when you start up your eBay account for the first time, when you start up your PayPal account, don't pull all that cash out because A, you may get some returns and B, you may have some issues there as well. So, I mean, do you leave a cushion in there like 25%, 15%? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely leave a cushion. Um, I would normally leave about a hundo. As we always do with the episodes here, we're going to get James uh, back on later for questions. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can go to superhumanwithanai.com and you can do uh, in the ask questions, you can select James out of there. He'll be in there. You can also go to superhumanwithanai.com forward slash James Buck and that's B-O-U-C-K. He'll have his own personal page there with his bio and drop in those questions and then we will get James back on the show here in a couple weeks or you know a couple months to answer that and then James absolutely we're going to have James's information on there so you can reach out to James I know there's people that are going to want to talk to you and I'm sure James will be happy to talk to you for the right amount of money for money (laughs) well we like to get you paid man I mean I'd say the first question is free how about that first question is free that's an awesome deal well we can uh what we'll probably do is we'll bring you back on for like a Facebook live or something like that where the guys can actually dude yeah I don't I don't I don't mind sharing knowledge man yeah no I mean this has been huge I was just going back through the notes here so so your closing statement what is one thing that you do now that you wish you would have started doing back when you got started doing this that would have helped you one mistake or one one thing that you're doing now that you're like man I wish I would have been doing this all along I I I wish I would have been focusing on those higher end profit items all along. It's well, it's the same amount of, I mean, from what you're describing, it sounds like the same amount of work for the higher end shit that you would get exactly. from the, the $5 shit. So why not? You're just valuing your time. I wish I would have valued my time better. And as always, we're going to have the show notes up on the uh, superhuman podcast page. So if you go to superhuman with an I.com forward slash podcast, or you go to superhuman with an I.com forward slash James J A M E S B O U C K. And that'll take you to the individual page with the questions. Or you can just go to the podcast page. You can find us on iTunes and all of the other locations. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. It's getting fairly late here. But again, submit those questions, superhuman.com with an I forward slash podcast. And we will definitely have James back on later. Any closing comments, questions, awesome phrases you want to give everybody out there in viewer reader land? You just, go out just go out there and kill it, guys. You know what I mean? Just hit the pavement. Get out there and hustle. Find it out. All right, everybody, this has been the Superhuman Podcast, and this has been yeah, James Buck. Talk- this has been James Buck talking about his uh, yard sale side hustle. We will have the whole official notes and all that fun stuff actually on the page at the end. So stay on. Oh, yeah. right. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Superhuman Minimalist Podcast. Minimal footprint, maximum impact. For show notes, links, and free trainings, go to www.superhumin.com now. Again, that's superhumin.com for show notes and links. From everyone here at Superhuman Minimalist, thank you for listening, and we can't wait to see the impact you have on our communities.